Hello, everybody. Good morning. How are you? Hope all is well. Welcome back to another episode of Shot of Philosophy. And we're going to move on to a different book today. We're going to start looking at Seneca on the shortness of life. I love this book. I've read it a while ago, or at least I read it a couple times a while ago. So this will be my first time kind of returning to it. Um, this is not something I've returned to as much as, let's say, like the Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. So I'm interested and excited to get this book started. Um, my goal is to read maybe like one or two pages a day, highlight some ideas, and then share them as I kind of encounter them and think about them a little bit on the podcast. So this couple sentences actually comes right from the second page of On the Shortness of Life. And I think it raises some interesting questions about just, you know, how we could structure a week or even a Monday, uh, just a day. And um, also kind of makes a broader point about the importance of goals and how constructing our own might be really helpful. So Seneca writes, many pursue no fixed goal, but are tossed about in ever-changing designs by a fickleness which is shifting, in constant and never satisfied with itself. Some have no aims at all for their life's course, but death takes them unawares as they yawn languidly. So much so that I cannot doubt the truth of that oracular remark of the greatest of poets. It is a small part of life we really live. So what's interesting about this for me, among other things, once, you know, once I think about it, is we need to have a fixed goal, which is to say a goal that really, in my opinion, we just don't quit on. And we, you know, for it to be fixed, we have to understand it. We have to be able to, I would say, articulate it clearly in a way that's interesting to us, right? So to have a fixed goal is different than a goal that we quit on and then we kind of go back to or a goal that we change when it gets difficult or a goal that we lose interest in. A fixed goal is one that we really stick to. And this is sort of reminding me of, I've recently been listening to some Simon Sinek and he has this book called The Infinite Game and I haven't read the book yet. Or listen to it, but I've been watching some YouTube videos about the general concept. And basically for him, like life, and he also says business and uh, marriage, or, you know, a couple other examples he gives. These are not fixed games, right? There's no winning at life. You can have a win in life, or hopefully you have many wins in life, even just today and this week. But the idea of like, of like winning at life is not really the case, right? Although we are finite, we die. Life is an infinite game because if you're alive, you're still playing it, right? So there's a sense that it just keeps going for as long as you keep going, right? So this is really what I think Seneca is kind of getting at, right? We want to have, I think, a certain number of fixed goals. And they can, can be interpreted in this infinite way, I think, in addition to a very finite way. But either way, we want to get in the habit of defining goals, fixing them in our minds, fixing them in our souls, and sticking to them relentlessly until they're either accomplished in the case of a finite game, or I think even, you know, to use Simon Sinek's idea, the more inspirational fixed goals would be those that you really can never, let's say, achieve, but they're goals that you can constantly sort of fulfill and live. I'm not sure if I'm making sense here, but like a fixed goal for me would be a goal also that just never goes away. That's one way of looking at it, I think. So a fixed goal might be by the end of the day, I'm going to do this, and then you fix it, at the end of the day, you, you get it done, right? Okay. Maybe that's one way of looking at it. But again, I think the more profound way is like, I always want to be like a good friend. And I have to define that. I always want to be um, a loving brother. I always want to be a good person. I always want to be a courageous person. Right? These are goals that we kind of fix that give us something to constantly pursue 
And when he's at the end here saying, right, that we don't really live life, I think to have goals of that nature, right, that we just constantly pursue, those are the ones that will make life meaningful. If I have a constant goal, even just from the Stoic perspective, right, to try to be wise, live my life well, to try to be fair to others, to try to be, you know, disciplined and balanced and try to be courageous, those are fixed goals because they constantly drive action. That's the best type of goal. The finite goals, again, are cool and they're important. Graduation, finite goal. Promotion, finite goal. Getting a job, finite goal. Okay. But the way you actually exist on the planet, I think, is more based on this idea of the fixed goal as driver of action instead of as accomplishment. Fixed goal as a renewed commitment every day to pursue these good things that you know will make our lives feel meaningful. The courageous person has a more meaningful life than the person who lacks courage. Right. And from a very practical standpoint, too, I think he's making a really interesting, um, let's say, suggestion here about the importance of habits. Right. So, again, we have the two different types of fixed goals, the finite and the infinite. The infinite, I think, are better or more powerful, but we need both. Right. Now, ever changing designs. This is when we give up on things too quickly. Right. Or we create false or, un, uh, let's say, unrealistic expectations and then we quit. So I think, you know, one example that Sinek was talking about today, too, that it resonates with me was like, you know, you could work out once and you think you're going to look different. You're going to feel different. No, you need to kind of create a design, a program. Epictetus, too, right, told his students, get on a spiritual program. Each time you're called to lack courage, try to train yourself to step up and then have certain tools, certain mantras you might say to yourself, certain actions you might take certain beliefs you might reinforce, right? So we need designs. We need to have a little more of, let's say, uh, a little more deliberation, a little more intentionality in regards to these fixed goals. Again, both types of fixed goals. I want to lose 10 pounds in three months, just an example, right? Okay, well, I have to now design my day. I have to design my week. I have to design my diet. I have to design my exercise plan. It's not going to happen by itself, and I can't quit in two weeks if it fails. I have to get feedback. I have to get evidence. I have to look at the evidence. But I have to be patient with things. Right? To be tossed about by fickleness, a lot of that for me comes from impatience. A lot of impatience may come from setting unrealistic expectations. And then we fail and then we get impatient and we don't stick things out. Right? So we want to have the fixed goals, infinite and finite. We want to create designs. We want to stick to those designs until it's really very clear that we have to change. And even like that clarity is cultivated by virtue, right? Cultivated by wisdom, cultivated by observation, by being willing to try and fail, right? So also we might ask ourselves, you know, are we constantly redesigning our days in like major ways? Of course, I think it's normal to kind of, let's say, tinker with things, change little things here and there, right? But ultimately, if we feel like, you know, if we feel like we're constantly being tossed and turned, we might need to fix the goals more clearly, Make them more compelling. Make it make the target more obvious, more clear. And then we need to maybe stick to some designs. Where we want to look for some healthy pattern creation. And that will create, hopefully, I think, a sense of stability as well. Okay? And that stability, to use another S word that Seneca uses, will, may, you know, will maybe create some satisfaction. Because what is satisfaction? We might argue that satisfaction will be, okay, I made a plan. I stuck to it. And I got the desired result. I'm satisfied by that. 
And when he's saying some have no aims at all, we want to avoid that, of course, right? So if you're someone maybe who feels like your life is aimless at the moment more than it should be, right? Um, or let's say maybe your aims aren't as clear as you'd like them to be. That's a great writing exercise for 10 minutes. And start with the smallest possible metric or unit, right, of measure. Like start with this morning, start with this hour. Start with today, this week. Because the question of what's my purpose in life, that's a big question. I don't know if we should even search for that. I think we might just want to make it and see what we make. So it's like, what's my life's purpose? Uh, maybe you don't know that today. Okay, that's totally reasonable. We'll start with today. Start with this week. And then try to have that be a practice, right? Daily purpose. And then look back on a month, 30 days, and see what it tells you. Wow, I'm really learning a lot about this. I'm really trying to get good at these things. What does that add up to? Right? I really think, too, like the programmatic or disciplined approach or you know, to design will help us cultivate all of that, all of that sense of self in a very helpful way, potentially. So hopes is helpful. Try to set some aims. Understand that we are playing both infinite and finite games. And try to fix some goals. Maybe a good prompt, like, I always want to be blank. Right? For me, I always want to be helpful. I always want to be of service. And that's really informed my career. That's really informed my personal life. And that to me is a fixed goal. Wherever I go, I bring that with me. So what are your current fixed goals, right? Which is to say, as I just said a moment ago, right? Wherever you go, what do you bring with you? And what maybe should you bring that you don't have at the moment? Right? So for me, my example was, or it could be like, wherever I go, I, I need to be more organized. Wherever I go, I need to think a little bit more about just the process of things instead of just jumping in. So maybe a little more thoughtful, a little more, let's say, um, yeah, a little more thoughtful with my approach to things. So we can use this idea from Seneca, I think, to really help us become aware of who we are and also help us cultivate a sense of who we should become. So good, I think, or I, I'm enjoying this. Hope this is helpful for you. Good first, uh, first little conversation here with on the shortness of life. Hope it was helpful. And I'll uh, talk to you soon. Take care.